Welcome to the Conditional Release Program, a podcast that delves into the netherworld of cults, crims, and con artists. We don't like these people in the shows, and we believe the best way to expose them is to hold them up to a harsh light, point our index fingers in their general direction, and mock them mercilessly, take them down a peg or two until they cease to exist in any other form than the shit on our shoes. I'm Jack the Insider, otherwise known as Peter Hoisted for tax purposes, and look, we're going to have to do a, a clip show or something because it turns out not much happened this week. A Glebe woman lost her cat at one point, but that was a bad hit. So, uh, Joe, without further ado, can you cut up some of the old shit and flip that out? What? Are you smoking bath salts again? <laughs> Jack, a million things happened this week. Trump went nuts, incited a coup, mm. and the capital was stormed by badly dressed right-wing lunatics. Five fucking people died. Like, the fucking president of the United States of America... Was trying to get a whole bunch of Nazis and 4chan posters to stage an overthrow of the government and currently, likely, stand screaming at furniture in the West Wing because he can't tweet anymore. <laughs> this is a lunatic going fully psychotic with a nuclear football flung behind the couch. And fuck me, I hope the nuclear footy does not have a Twitter account because he'll be hassling it for the password, <laughs> trying to sneak out a few posts on it, getting fucking banned again. Don't get the nuclear football banned on Twitter, Trump. <laughs> Look, sure, but I'm talking besides that. Uh, uh, besides the long-tormented political death of Donald J. Trump, oh, yes, yes. besides that, by the yes. way, I maintain the nuclear football they give the Trumpster now is the inside of a 1998 Sunbeam microwave, that, you know, when they just pull the front off and throw the electrics in, a, in, a, in, a, in an overnight bag and give it to him like that. There's your, there's your football, uh, Donny, and uh, knock yourself out with it. Uh, <clears throat> but I was out looking for the missing Glebe cat, civic duty and all, Made several searches in some very nice pubs in Belmont and watched Donald Trump's world implode before my very eyes. So obviously, it was a very fine day. And I maintain that a lot of journos have had their noses pressed up against the glass for so long they can't quantify the significance of what is actually going on. But that's a story for our deeper dive and why I took the day off, quite frankly. And I make no apologies for it. Uh, and while I was out getting elephants, uh, Joe was hard at work observing and then annotating the news where it turned out lots and lots of things happened. And that's why he'll be presenting the Conditional Release Program's weekly news. Joe. Let's go back to a bit of the uh, local craziness with a uh, Perth Hotel Quarantine Escapee update. Mm. It's uh, Jenny Dubios. What? Uh, like- Jenny Dubious. Uh, they should have <laughs> picked her up in the births, deaths, and marriages department. Weird names equals state surveillance as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I could not agree more, Jack. Dubious as fuck and some of the craziest eyes I have ever seen. <laughs> Our mate Jenny finally had charges laid on her for skipping hotel quarantine in Perth. For those that don't know her, she's the one that came back from Spain, a yep. place that is crawling Ooh, yeah. in coronavirus, and came back there. only to skip hotel quarantine for various reasons, including the fact the curtains in the hotel gave her hay fever, ah. and histamines made her sick, and she's also <laughs> completely pilled and completely deranged. Uh, she seemed crazy. like uh, quite a few marbles have been dislodged when I saw her at jail. <laughs> Yes, yeah, no, she really has got a screw loose. But she got bail. And to be honest, I thought that was pretty lenient of the magistrate to give her bail. Yeah. But sadly, like everything in the dubious life, it hasn't turned out very well for her in the end because Uh-oh. she gave a fake address for her bail. And I guess she just like 
thought the cops wouldn't check up on her or something, <laughs> but they did. Uh-oh. So she gave another address, another fake address. Like Uh-oh. the person that she said, like they hadn't talked to her in six months. You can't make this shit up. It's fucking hilarious. So in response, the magistrate sent her to the maximum security <laughs> Maluka women's prison Uh-oh. instead of the usual remand center in Bandia. So uh, unfortunately, what's probably happened there oh, is she's yeah. gone in there and basically just red-pilled the prison population. And now the entire fucking jail, we're talking about how Hillary Clinton eats babies and there's children under the tunnels and yeah that. look it could happen of course she's, but uh, the, the reality is she's probably just lying on her concrete bed with her paper blankets um, yes probably <laughs> <laughs> who knows nice. who knows wouldn't be very nice in there uh, prior to your uh, induction uh, yes. You'd be, so, so I think she'd be doing it fairly tough. She could yes. end up running the joint, of course, as you say, Joel, but uh, dragging a few uh, in with the Q Kool-Aid. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, look, she's pretty compelling in that sort of like insane kind of way, but she's got plenty of time to do it because she's mm. up for 12 months and or a $50,000 fine. And I reckon her sentence is going to be veering very close to the maximum oh, there yeah. Yeah, yeah. after these shenanigans. I think most people would consider the full 12 would be appropriate in this case. She I has a lawyer, Joe. So. She has a lawyer yes, who's uh, he's a bit of a local. He's an Australian connection. Serene Tafaha, who uh, who practices in Victoria, but mm. she's trying to establish herself as this sort of lawyer of oh, choice yeah. for sits and COVID deniers and general yeah. sort of, you know, right wing fringe niche, niche, niche market, you know, niche yeah. market. Tremendous Australian Plenty connection. of business. Yes, fills my heart with pride. Yeah, I reckon she's probably doing this one on the cheap for exposure, but expect her name to pop up more and more and making these ridiculous claims of how people are corporations and the laws are invalid, mm. even though she practices. And I reckon basically <laughs> the next headline for her- Sworn an, sworn an oath to uphold them. Um, yes, exactly. And mm. and to basically take the piss out of them until the Victorian Law Society decides that they need to have a bit of a chat. <laughs> so it will be interesting to see how this rising star of the lunatic fringe goes in the future, but I think her future is about as bright as an extinguished match. Oh, dear. And, and last week uh, we did a story on the pilled pharmacist, and, and he's mm. uh, he's been pulled up as well and doing a bit of stir, Joel. Oh, bless. Yeah. So the guy that took the Moderna vaccine out of the fridge to stop them from working, which really pissed me off. The guy's pilled as fuck. We kind of knew that, like, you know, but he's like proper Hillary Clinton eats babies with aliens in Area 51 level cooked. Like, and basically, our pharmacist Stephen Brandenburg had good intentions, but was working on bad intel. He left the vials out of the fridge because he thought the vaccine was going to alter the DNA of every recipient. 1950s horror movie style with Boris Karloff and all the gang. It was just trying to save the people from turning into reptiles or something. And this might sound a bit silly, but this is the kind of shit that Pete Evans and all the other health grifters have been pumping out on social media for ages. And this is what happens when con men have a motive to fuck with your head. You turn these things into reality. Uh, it's nice to know he had good intentions. Very sad to see people are getting this pilled by ridiculous claims about the vaccine. Hopefully most pharmacists, and of course we know they are, um, are mm. smarter than this, Rube. Oh, yeah, look, you'd have to say yeah, so. I mean, so. Yes, normally men and women of science, but uh, not this character. No, and speaking of Rube's... They don't go rubier than Melissa Carani. <laughs> and, well, look, she's in a spot of bother just quietly, isn't she, Joe? 
Yeah, well, there isn't really much quiet about Rudy's <laughs> Michigan circus hearing star witness and at this point now creepy sort of conservative sex symbol Melissa Caron because she's back in the news. After Dominion Voting Systems Incorporated sent her a love letter basically telling her they plan to sue her for defamation. And in her trademark style of blindly confident defiance, she declared that Dominion was not about to tell her what to do and basically goaded them into, you know, suing her. So this makes Caron far braver than both Fox News and the insane right-wing conspiracy news network Newsmax, as when they received a legal threat from Dominion, they backpedaled on their claims, apologizing for them, and being very careful not to make them again, because it's really funny how a defamatory comment really just suddenly changes tone yeah. when a legal letter comes into play. Oh, can shit, you prove it? Shit just no, got I real. Mm. Oh, yeah, really real, you know, when the, when the, when the big guns come out. See, Caron is not the only one to get a love letter from Dominion. No. As today in the news, apparently Dominion are also planning to sue Sydney Powell for at least $1.3 billion. And Sydney's not the only one getting sued by Dominion machines in a growing field. Uh, Joel, yes. Lynn Wood has been hit up for a cheeky billion three as well. Ouch. Good. Well, if you're a company whose entire reason for being is making voting machines and clowns from Trump down keep saying you've been in the thrall of dead Hugo Chavez, you might have a yeah. reasonable claim for damages. Absolutely. I mean, Caron's last public appearance, according to what I can find, was when she attended a rally wearing a jumper with her own face on it, asking, and some would say <laughs> pleading, for reporters to interview her. Um yes. Always the American way, you know, a, never let a good a, crisis get away. Just a shy, just a shy retiring type, yes. It's very adorable. It's a weird video. And uh, this was the moment that a lot of people noticed that Corona actually has giant breasts. Mm. And the usual speculation about a sex tape started because boys will be boys and men are creeps. It's really mm. classy yeah. stuff. Don't read the comments. It's It gets really gross. Lots of thirst traps in there. Never really needless. read the comments. Yes, go on. Yeah. Yes, go on, it's a, it's a missive for all, but oh, fuck me, it's really gross. Anyway, whatever. Um, she might need one, though, because it turns out she was actually employed to clean up the voting machines, uh, mm. basically wiping them down between uses for minimum wage. So I have a feeling the inevitable six or seven figure settlement is going to need a little more than a wipe down to pay off. Now, yeah, this sex tape well, might end up being the, the golden parachute she needs. Yeah, she's going to need something because uh, there is a possibility of claim and counterclaim. She's, she's threatening as well. but she Rudy's can, not going to fucking pay it. Well, that's she can really only lawyer up with even low rent nutters like Lynn Wood, and yeah. and uh, and maybe 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 he'll 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 work pro bono, but uh, it's not yeah. guaranteed. So she's in quite a lot of stuff. In other news, we have to look at what the Donald's been up to on the blower. Uh, Trump makes a habit of ringing up state officials and threatening them, and it was only a matter of time before he started on the Georgians. In fact, I believe the phone call to Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. And in what is one hell of an irony, when you think about it, his counsel, Ryan, Germany. <laughs> and the call was one of many made by the White House to Atlanta and fairly unpleasant ones from uh, all reports. So we'll see where that flies in terms of a Senate conviction or post-presidential charges of incitement, sedition or treason. Mm. I'm not sure if that's the way it will go, but really I do have to wonder, with a treason conviction, do they uh, go the lethal injection or go old school with a firing squad? Uh, something for the Trumps to think about, no doubt. It would have crossed Junior's mind, surely. He's an outdoorsman, loves his hunting, can't stand anyone who doesn't, which is a uh, fairly serious personality trait. Uh, he'd, uh, he'd be up for a forest squad, I reckon. I reckon he'd probably insist on it. 
But, Joel, what happened during the, the hour-long call that Trump's to hell with his cancel septuagenarian Cleaver Mitchell and Raffensperger and Young Germany? Well, the week that was kicked off with this one, which was the hour-long telephone call between Donald Trump and Georgia's Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, who's been in the news a million times because of all the fucking ridiculousness going on. Do you remember when this phone call was this huge deal? Like, we're all, like, going completely bananas about it. That wasn't <laughs> even a week ago. That was January the 4th. It's I just believe- incredible. I believe it was like, a num- there were a number of calls made by the White House to Georgia at various levels, trying to stand over uh, stand over officials, uh, and then finally well, you this don't got get to, to hear them. Yeah, this is this came this is part of an action that's actually uh, been undertaken by Trump, and uh, and so it was part of their um, legal requirements as a result of this action that they had to have a phone call. Um, yeah. And so uh, the, the Donald, it went for just over an hour. And the Donald spoke for about, oh, I'm going to say about 55 minutes, just talking oh, straight yeah. over the top of people. Yeah, oh, and the guy's just monologuing. Threatening, and threatening Raffensperger and Germany with uh, having committed felonies. All sorts of shit. And it's ridiculous because, mm. like, the thing that I found astonishing is the fact that this huge event just became nothing because the ridiculous yeah. events that happened to follow the casual coup d'etat. And also just like the Georgia Senate races. I mean, we, we had this massive explosion of this like scandal and then nothing. But essentially what's happened here is, as you say, over the course of an hour, most of which Trump just spoke as like a like a freight train of bullshit, was telling, uh, or at least asking, but quite like telling him to mm. commit electoral fraud. Mm. Uh, like the, the phone call is worth a listen. The thing that I really enjoyed was in the insane list of baseless claims that Trump was reading out, I noticed there were things that came from 4chan. There were 4chan ops that people were yeah. doing where they were cross-referencing yeah. birthdays I, and things. I, I listened to it and he, he went right out there. He actually went full queue at one point there. And, totally. <laughs> and uh, I... Uh, it, it, it was very, very disturbing. Um, yeah, it was madness. Uh, yeah, and, and and it's just sort of crazy stuff. Now, I don't believe that that call on its own, because of its legal nature, it was basically a requirement of two of both parties to sit down and parlay. Uh, yeah. And and I don't believe it will actually lead to charges, but there are other instances where Trump has clearly, clearly intimidated, sought to obstruct justice in, in effect, uh, in regard to various electoral officials in Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, and uh, possibly yep. even Arizona, but I haven't heard those things. So it's all part of, you know, if if officialdom, if if the Congress wants to pursue this, and if the Justice Departments in the United States wants to pursue this, then that. All of this stuff, including that conversation that we've been talking about with Raffensperger and Germany, will form part of evidence against him. Yeah. Mm. It's hard to imagine this isn't, you know, wildly illegal, but it's a matter of whether it's prosecuted or not. I mean, like, essentially, (laughs) this whole thing, you know, it was an hour-long phone call that made us all absolutely question our own reality and sanity, and then it turned out that there were bigger fish to fry. So, yeah, okay, yeah. maybe he broke the law. He's probably not going to get done for it, but essentially it's just last week's news. It's a skid mark in the undies in last week's laundry basket, <laughs> and now we're moving on to the next coup d'etat. <laughs> Fuck, who knows what's next? Is he going to do that weird thing where he's meant to like invoke some sort of martial law, honestly? Uh, How yes. this is a small news story is just beyond me. The Overton window has shifted to the point where this is not a big deal. It's <laughs> the only predictable... Um, predictable element of this, unpredictable, I should say, is that what the yes. Trumps is going to do, and and that's 
probably why. Uh, and my understanding is that f- uh, is that um, Pence is saying any more, and I go, uh, I go uh, 20, 25th Amendment. Um, Jesus, and he fucking should. He fucking should. <clears throat> any more of this, and, and it's twenty fifth amendment time. And I, I think they might be able to roll in that way. I don't think there's time for uh, uh, nah, impeachment. for impeachment and that process. Oh, Although yeah. I did, I did see tweets from various Congress uh, Congress people, a couple of Congress women actually, Democrat Congress women, who was indicating that uh, he could still be convicted. Um, after Post, uh, yeah. after Biden's inauguration, so that in weeks to come, sense. so that could happen yep. too. But he, but the biggest concern is, you know, what's going to happen over the next ten days. Yes, um, there's going to be a lot going on. God, next week's episode will be three fucking hours. All right, well, well so- let's have a look. Yeah, let's have a look at some of his uh, hangers on. What's the go with Josh Hawley, uh, junior senator from Missouri? Should we care about him? Uh, look, at this point, I'm going to say maybe. Well, uh, he's one of the crypto fascists in the US uh, that we should keep an eye on. Yeah, well, see, Hawley's plans to become the next Donald Trump have taken a massive dive yeah, this week because he was all week. geared up for it. He was mm. going to be the new pilled president. He was going to be strongly backing all these baseless claims of election fraud, fully intending to dispute yeah. the Electoral College certifications in, in his little bloody senate way. But it's turned out pretty shit for old Senator Josh yeah. because – since then, a bunch of neckbeard Nazis and fucking Vikings decided to storm Capitol Hill and do selfies in the chamber, and this kind of shit is now on the nose, which he didn't seem to see coming. He lost his book deal with Simon & Schuster, yeah, which sort of- I would imagine was a pretty clever and uh, intuitive preempting distancing oh, from someone who was clearly going to go badly. Oh, the book sounded shit. The tyranny of big tech. Great shame to the history of English literature that we've been denied this. Uh, I noticed that uh, two Kansas uh, state, the two two big papers in Kansas state, his home state, have also said, uh, you should go. Champion, yeah, uh, yeah, which is pretty telling. Uh, so, oh yeah, the two big local rags in his home state have said, uh, "Get the fuck out." He didn't read the room. Mm. He did not read the room at all. Like his backers are distancing themselves from him to a point where it's actually like hilarious, and saying that helping him get the Senate spot was an, a mistake. Uh, like that's bad. You don't want that. That's sad. Mm. And Mitt Romney had a go at him, uh, pretty pretty brutally. And generally, I think his twenty twenty four ambitions have. Really gone down. You wouldn't want to invest it in this stock. It's uh, it's taking a nosedive. See, last week I was genuinely concerned about this guy's trajectory. He looked like this kind of like invincible, good-looking young Republican who was doing all the same crazy shit that Trump does, mm. except better, smarter, and less obnoxious. Like it looked like he was going to be a complete freight train, but it looks like him and the Trump playbook are all but dead. Like, yeah. thank Christ for that. Yeah, well, look, uh, Joe, when we uh, we talk about self-delusion, we can't really go further uh, uh, than the latest from the Republican Party. Central Committee, no. the chair of the Central Committee of Nye County, that's N-Y-E County, Nevada, uh, and yep. the absolute certainty from the chairman of the Republican Central Committee of Nye County that Trump will be president, inaugurated, in fact, yep. on January twenty. I could not have written this but better myself. Like, seriously, as someone who has looked at all the pill shit, has yeah. looked at all this stuff like a zombie, been doom scrolling for days as well, he's I could not have nerves. written such a succinct he's, list of he's, things. Yeah, he's listed, he's, he's sent a memo out to, to the deeply troubled and uh, and he's come up with all sorts of things. The emergency broadcast system will be kicked in uh, yep. because uh, under federal law, the president must be allowed to send messages to the public. Now, that... 
That's that's some soft shit shit right there. But anyway, it is. It really is. That's embarrassing because <coughs> he can. He's got a fucking podium well, with his has. name on it. He can go. He can go and like, talk to the media anytime he likes. He can Jesus. go and give Fox News a call. He can go and give any network a call. They'll gladly take him and have a chat to him. Uh, yeah, I want to be on Twitter. But uh, look, there are oh a good uh, eight um, recommendations, bits of advice from. From the uh, chairman of the Central Committee, from this absolute fucking (laughs) genius, who says, number seven, he says, expect Trump to be inaugurated on Jan 20th. Exclamation mark. It's on. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. This is from the Republican Central Committee in Nye County, Nevada. Official word. Nye County, Nevada, by the way, would the the, the Republican Party, you know, financial or, or sort of basically registered. Uh, Republican voters are there, less than probably one or two thousand, and um, and so it's this is, you know, this is a view of a fucking desert rat hillbilly, yes, uh, yes, who, who's basically telling anyone who cares to listen that Trump will be not inaugurated, reinaugurated on January twentieth, which is a huge, yep. it's a huge prediction, and it seems some of our friends in the uh, gambling or the gaming community. <laughs> Have been noticing these sorts yep. of things, and because as if you wouldn't. Yeah, look, haven't we? It's we've, inside word. Uh, absolutely. So, so we've been watching, watching, and reporting on this for some weeks. Uh, the one that I particularly am fond of is the local, the local boys, some of the Australian punters uh, of the Betfair punters fraud or Trump fraud exposed. Yep, uh, that's a it's all in caps, mind you. It's all in caps and just shouting at people, just saying, "Look, come and join us." How have they been handling these difficult times, Joe? Uh, look, surprisingly well, actually, because yeah. there's fuckheads like the central chairman of bloody Nye County who are keeping these people completely <laughs> pilled, and they are completely convinced that their bets are coming in. Not only are they completely convinced, but one of the guys on the Telegram, which I totally shouldn't be on, uh, just <laughs> put down at 5.30 p.m. today on uh, the 10th of uh, January, mm-hmm. $1,000 oh. at 90 to 1. 90 to 1. Because the, the, the Betfair odds <laughs> yeah. now is that they've got the betting market for when Trump will leave the White House. That's the one market that seems to be left, right. left for them to bet on. Yes. And they're still fucking betting on it. So what did he have a bet on? A, a thousand at 90 to 1, what would happen? For Trump to leave the White yeah. House in 2025, 2025. which means he has another term Whoa, and he finishes term. it. It's a bold yeah. move, isn't it? So he was 130 to 1 to be inaugurated on January 20. and uh, Well, that was the, that was the rumour that... that that uh, went uh, went like an earthquake through the Betfair Punters Fraud Exposed uh, Facebook group, and uh, some of them took it very hard <laughs> because they'd backed the Trumpster who's paying a dollar forty, and uh, yes. that's that seems silly now. Uh, a few of them got some really <laughs> shitty odds. But, look, they're all in on it. I think they're going to be okay because half of them are making a shitload of money on Bitcoin, so I'm not feeling too sorry for it at the moment. But, honestly, these people, as I said, <laughs> someone an hour and a half ago just put down a 1000 bucks. I mean, that's oh, the level of delusion, and they're being win. backed by people like Nye County. He could win at that level. He'd win $90,000, an $89,000 uh, net gain. You know, so, uh, look, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, well. He's in for a bit of a rough trot, isn't he? You've got to say, as each day passes by, it's going to look less likely that he's, that he's in for his grand. But, you know, you never know. He might still be holding his ticket in his hand feverishly oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. in January in January uh, 2025 saying, it could still happen. It could still happen. 100%. There's no question. <laughs> this is absolutely going to happen. And, like, look, 
it's sad. It is sad. I'm, I look through this and I see these people <laughs> saying they bet their entire life savings yeah. and I do feel sorry for them, but I also kind of don't. Like, you're kind of what's wrong with the world. Yeah. And some of them took more, took money out that was that was basically designed for, for more sensible uses. <laughs> and, well, and they're in a bit of strife, some of these people. Some of them have really- just said... But I'm like you. I haven't really got to the point where I want to, you know, if someone passed a hat around, I'd reach into my pocket, you know. Well, yeah, not even a gold coin donation, I'm afraid. And <laughs> Yeah, someone are, just put $100 down. You may, like, congratulations. You may well be the biggest dickheads on the planet right now. It's and just it's, incredible. And that's We're, not a bad effort. It's not a bad effort to pull that off. We will this, be keeping you updated on this because this is yes, fascinating and I, it's going to unfold over, I'd say, probably a good month, maybe another six weeks before I'm, these people all just give up. I'm especially looking forward to Inauguration Day when it comes yeah. to Betfair. Oh, this is going to be a uh, regular piece. Fraud, Trump fraud exposed. Um, yes, we're going to be looking at them as we go. And this leads us in, uh, Joel, to a deeper dive on Insurrection Day. It was a huge day and it just went nuts. Tell me what yes, happened, how it, how it got started. Let me know. What didn't happen, there was a fucking coup attempt. Realistically, what happened was a lot of really good social media traffic happened, which was really perfect timing. So <laughs> they went in, they committed federal crimes in order to get really awesome selfies, and then they uploaded their only copy to, say, Twitter or Facebook, and then their accounts were banned. So... As much so, ado, yeah. and they mm. put it on parlor, but three people saw it, and uh, I think they're going to a deep depression. Maybe and, I did make a mistake, and a lot of journalists. But you know, they, they did make quite a mess, and they were uh, parading around the place. Uh, they in were very bad guests. Fashion. Very bad guests. There were bombs. There were bombs. There were pipe bombs. Pipe bombs that we're not talking about too much. We we kind of glaze over the pipe bombs a bit. And they're two separate, I think, two separate instances and uh, two separate offenders being sought from what I'm reading. Yep. So uh, we are talking about uh, serious terrorist-type offences in that case. And if you're one of the kind of people who like to say that gun law is this and gun law is that, here's one for the pro-gun law uh, uh, tribe. Washington isn't an open carry state. You can't carry guns around like you can in half of these United yeah. States. And that's like these people were unarmed for the most part because they were legally obliged to be unarmed for the most part. So we are looking at a situation here where people whinge and moan about how gun laws don't do anything and they don't stop people from doing anything. Mate, they stopped a lot. They yeah. stopped a lot in this situation. Oh, and like, can, look. Yeah, look, it's, it, that's sort of. That sort of outcome's unimaginable. I believe at the same time, you, a number of these people were carrying concealed weapons, not necessarily yeah. firearms. Clubs, there's a few batons, pictures close-ups. sort of thing, you know. And, yeah. uh, no, there's a few pistol pistol bumps in certain places. And these are the sort of things yeah. where, like, you know, they weren't brandished, they yeah. weren't used. We have a DC Capitol officer deceased, and that ramps everything up as soon as police oh, yeah. start being – police are murdered in the, in the course of their duties. Yeah, the that cops are your mates until you kill up. one of them. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, uh, that's not – And it does, of course, beg the question what would have happened if, it, if a BLM rally of that nature pulled that same sort of stunt. You know? Yeah, and to be honest, that's the kind of thing, if you want to know about that, go on Twitter because they are going on and on and on about how if that was this, that, the other thing, if it wasn't a bunch of whites. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's not a complex conversation. If that was BLM, there would have been a lot more zip tie arrests, yeah. a lot more, no question. Well, and look, let's face it, the cop, the, the top cop resigned. The Capitol Hill police boss resigned as a result of this. Yeah, and, and, and that's going to be looked at long and hard. What I do know is that 
uh, they'd received very little intelligence, in fact, no intelligence that Antifa were going to be involved. And that yes, was they perhaps maybe one explanation as to why they thought it wasn't going to be so bad. Um, yeah, well, because, you know, the, the Trump guys could do no harm, right? Well, yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the absurdity of it. But I'm told the intel was pretty good and that Antifa did stay away. Um, yes, they did. <coughs> and of so course, if you had just- a parlor account, you knew that they were planning to go there, mm. cause shit, and rush the fucking capital. Everyone knew it except for the cops. It's like, do you guys not internet? Like, where did you get your intel from? The fucking newspaper? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you s- asleep? Like, one of the things I heard, which was quite startling, is that off-duty cops and military were flashing their IDs yeah. to get past cops, and it worked. It worked because they went, yep, comrade, head right in. Yeah, look, it's probably just worthwhile just explaining how policing works in the United States to Australian listeners. So what you have is state police uh, and and sometimes you have city police as well. What you also have is county sheriffs. uh, Yeah, the elected ones. Yeah, they're elected and they in turn basically employ their own uh, their own officers. It can certainly work like that, particularly in small counties. They ended up, they ended half of them got tanks. Uh, yeah, they <laughs> did. Yeah, because military surplus. Yeah, so that's and, and and when you looked at this, and and this will be a focus of uh, FBI and um, uh, ATF ATF uh, in, in investigations, at least you know. Yeah. Uh, are these people in law enforcement? Because that becomes very, very messy. And, oh, <laughs> and what happens totally is they're charged and they, and they basically lose their jobs. That's what happens in most cases. You, you may have, in fact, some, you know, hillbilly counties where, um, where, <clears throat> where the, you know, the local sheriff will say, that seems my boys and we're, we're going to, I'm going to let my boys do whatever my boys want to do. But yeah. not, <clears throat> but generally speaking, it's not going to be very good for them. That, I reckon there'll be a lot of solidarity. Was that there clearly were members of the military there, or at least ex-military, because we know yep. that from well, one of them deceased. Yeah, from one of the deceased who was shot Ashley by uh, Capital Guards, and and um, yep. as as she tried to kick through a window of the building, I think most of us have seen that seen that footage. Um, in the end, five people were dead. Um, yep. <clears throat> one. One special fuckwit, and we saw him yep. afterwards, you know, cradling this weapons, and, you know, basically masturbating over firearms. Uh, he, uh, he tased himself in the balls and, <laughs> <laughs> and then fell off the branch oh, as a laugh. result. He's dead. Well, He's probably well, an all right guy. I oh, mean, well, it's going to, it's, it's, it's giving new meaning to, uh, uh, to, uh, oh, no, see what am I going to say? Mm. Give no, me a new meaning to tasing yourself in the nut. Well, no, no, there's, oh. there's, there's, a, there's a, f- a fetish associated with uh, with this. It's a bondage and discipline thing where they have electrical uh, fucking torture. Um, yeah. And, and, but it's look, good it's that just, you don't know the word. It's, you know, it, it is probably That's reassuring. Good that, <laughs> it's good that I don't know the word to that. Um, but, yes, he's, <laughs> he's giving himself a bit, bit of a ele- electrical arousal by just slamming uh, a taser bolt into one of his nuts and uh, – yep. Unsurprisingly, died from uh, from uh, from the response to it. Uh, well, as as the COVID deniers would say, I don't think he died from the tase. I think he died from a pre-existing condition. Uh, basically, being American is the first one. Uh, the second one is I imagine his body mass index was not in a good range for cardiovascular health. And yeah, no, also, look, he, uh, he looked just like generally a being a fool to lose a few pounds. 
another one fell off the wall, and I think we've seen that, haven't we, Joel? We've we've seen no. that. There's a there's a bit. I'm of a not video. sure which one that is. Yeah, but look, that video is beautiful. But I'm not it, sure if that's it, the one. It is uh, kind of amusing where the uh, where the the Super Mario theme plays while this person climbs up a wall, but is not a very good climber and falls about two meters. And that may well have been fatal. Um, so a bit. I cruel. hope it wasn't because I have laughed at that video, and we'll get to memes later. But I have uh, laughed at that video, okay. which makes me feel bad. It does. Yeah. Look, uh, it, it, it was. I mean, I burst out laughing when I saw it too. But of course, you've got someone who's probably been fairly seriously injured. The one that um, made me really feel bad about laughing about was the one that was trampled to death while ironically wearing a don't uh, tread on me flag. That, uh, that is a terrible irony right I there. feel bad about that. Yeah, I definitely find that funny. I'm were, sorry, but it's just funny. You're a very, very dark man, Joe. Her story is so sad. The, her story of redemption. Person, I, I read the backstory. This person had been yeah. um, a substance abuser, an addict, uh, got herself clean over three years and, and – yeah. um, or had been clean for three years and, and, and then just got sucked in. I mean, this is why yeah. these cults are fucking horrible because someone who's vulnerable like that was preyed upon by QAnon. She was she was a QAnon believer. I mean, I read yeah. some of the posts from her family. I mean, they're in a terrible state. They didn't even want her to go. She said she'd stay out of the way. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and you know, she was, she was carrying a don't step on me flag and she got yeah. stepped on and she yeah, died. yeah. So it's, it's incredibly, it's incredibly. Yeah, you know. it is. It is sad. The gag well, is how, good. It tells you but how it's very fucking sad. evil these pricks are. You know. Yeah. She was, and how ruthless they are, and distancing yeah. themselves from these people as well, which we'll get into later. But I mean, fuck, you know, this is the kind of person who's gone there and given their life. Mm. And I tell you what, no one gives no a reason. fuck. They they no care one, about Ashley no Bob Babbitt, the one that got shot. And, 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 um, yeah, oh yeah. Look, she's she's just become a hero of the movement. But Total in the meantime, murder. in the meantime, you know, a, a DC Capital uh, uh, officer was beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. Yeah, not as cop friendly as you'd bloody think. But I guess he was probably one of the few cops who said, "Hold on, maybe you shouldn't storm the Capitol," and that's just not not acceptable behaviour at all. Well, he basically tried to get in the way of a mob. I mean, we've seen how the mob operated. Yeah. Some of you must have seen the footage. There was some good freelance footage, actually, um, from some good journalists who who filmed it really at the coalface. People saying, you know, some of these Trumpers going, uh, you know, heads on pikes, heads on pikes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, as they and they of course the meant the like place. Pelosi and Democrats and Schumer yeah. and you know not 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 the cops. They meant the, their political that, enemies. There was a TikTok video too, as they basically broke down the first barric- barricade up the stairs yeah. and, and then into the building. That's when they broke the glass and stormed on through. So uh, there clearly were insufficient numbers of police there or, or DC like, guards. Where, was the, where were the aerosols of pepper spray they use on lefty protesters at BLM? Like you see like the, you know, they use those giant cans where it's just <laughs> on mass pepper spray. And like, unless it was a windy day, I'm sorry, like Look, where was it? A- absolutely. There are questions that need to be answered about the, the level of response and, and some of it may come down to the funding that was not made uh, to the uh, National Guard. And of course, Trump 
uh, refused on the first instance, let's never forget yeah. this, to yeah. call in the National Guard. And then lied about uh, it and, in that and, video. Yeah, and, and lied straight, straight face lied about it oh, yeah. on his yeah. on his little uh, concession video, if you want to call it that. Um, yeah. <coughs> he, um, uh, this led to delays in, in the rollout of the National Guard from Maryland, which comes in, and, and also Virginia, where DC yeah. neighbours. And so that response was was slow, and when it arrived, it didn't have the resources that it needed. Um, yeah, and meanwhile, in in the congressional building, everything's flipped, right? Um, yep. Trump had days earlier, going back to the Georgia runoffs, had basically put it right on his loyal deputy, Mike Pence, yep. that Pence had to basically go and do something deeply constitutional and probably criminal and intervene yep. in... Uh, the certification of um, of the Electoral College. Yeah, uh, it's and ridiculous. And when Pence had actually already explained this to Trump, that he couldn't do it. And that was, I think, that's pretty much the last time they spoke. But and the so- thing with this is, like, Trump had this idea because mm-hmm. he's gone in with this electoral fraud shit. What's happened is then 4chan have started up these ridiculous memes and these ridiculous ideas going through things that are similar to Q drops, really just Q influencers making shit up saying that Pence can do this, it gets back to him through OANN and fucking Newsmax and Trump is saying, hey, I saw on the news, apparently Pence can give me the election. Well, there were- It's a circle of shit. The mob the mob once inside uh, the Capitol uh, and Pence was there at the time too. You could hear, you could see them going, where's Pence? Where's Mike Pence? Where's Mike Pence? Uh, and Pence, and with Pence was actually in the building at the time. Uh, yeah. There, there was- uh, there was Doing an article, article in the New York Times uh, that basically uh, indicated that uh, that uh, Pence, the Pence's response was he absolutely furious with Trump. As I say, they haven't spoken since, um, and uh, and all sorts of things occurred. You know, Pence's family were threatened. Uh, they yeah. were basically put in, put in protective custody. Uh, Trump would called for him to be executed. Trump didn't call. Trump didn't say anything. Didn't didn't yep. ring to see how they were, and, and Pence's response is apparently furious. Now he, so he should be. Fuck it, yeah, stand up yourself. I mean, it's just it's Don't just one of, by that one swine. of the people. Uh, one of the people who dropped off him, but uh, I, I would say it's sort of arguable. But I think Pence is at uh, in the current state of play is probably more powerful than Trump at the moment. At least he brings yeah. congressional authority with him and. And like I say, as long as they've got Trump, and this is another big question, you know, where is he with executive orders for the military? Um, yeah. Have they worded up the Joint Chiefs uh, and said, "Look, you're not to you're not to take anything from this guy." And, and, and I honestly believe that if nothing formal has been made, I believe that's the way the military would would deal. You with wouldn't it. take his phone call. Yeah, you just well, wouldn't. In, something like Trump invoking the Insurrection Act. Um, yeah, no. I just don't think they're going to get that support, and 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 I think in very quiet and discreet ways the military have made it clear that they're not going well, as to they say, listen like, to that. They made a pledge to the Constitution, not the President, yeah, that's and right. that's what they've been saying recently. That's, that's like the line. That's what the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs said. Oh, yeah, uh, you told the, me in, that. Yeah, in the post in in, in the post election uh, in the immediate post election uh, yeah. uh, period, and <clears throat> and that was just their way of saying. You know, forget about it. Don't even try. And- yeah, <clears throat> and that's the deep state at play. Unfortunately, I mean, look, I'm I'm skeptical of deep state because you know, of course, I'm slightly pilled. But like, you know, when it comes down to it, like, 
you know, there is there is a deep state of unelected officials that do control a lot of this stuff. And we have this idea that the president somehow well, has a magical lever. It's called There's a bureaucracy. Going on. It's called a bureaucracy. Yeah. It's not called a deep state. And it's checks and balances. I mean, you can call it a deep state if you want it, but it's just called a bureaucracy and it has- Well, they get very comfortable in there an and they start making themselves money. And it, have, it has an enforcement element. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, um, you know, look, I, I just think, you know, what he, what he did to Pence was such a- um, you know, I, I don't have any sim- necessarily uh, any sympathy for Mike Pence, but what he did well, to him yeah. was just a, just <laughs> an extraordinary betrayal, and yeah. it just shows you the extent that Donald Trump will go to. How everyone is uh, um, dispensable beside him. You know, yeah, if, dispensable. It, if, it, if it came a to the dispensable. You know, sorry, I'll it, show myself. Indispensable. Yeah, no, it gets you going. As you go, and, dispensable. And, yeah, dispensable <laughs> and, and disposable. Um, you know, when push yes. comes to shove. Uh, Donna's going to push you out in the plank, and and <laughs> and off you go. And yep. and if it came down to his kids, he'd do it to his kids. If it oh, came probably. down to you know, his do it wife, to Eric. you know, if he had a dog, and of course, people like Donald Trump shouldn't have dogs. No. <laughs> uh, no. you know, he, he he would he would push his dog out in the plank too. So it's it's extraordinary that a lot of people have dropped off him, right? Yeah. In the Congress, basically. He had when those votes were, um, when those votes votes were taken, the certification votes. I think the most was a one forty two vote from the Republicans, one forty two in the House, uh, that they wouldn't accept the um, uh, the figures in Pennsylvania, one forty two yep. that was, and there are just on ten in the Senate. So he had one fifty two in the Congress, Trump, but I would say he'd have less than hundred now. And, and and this is this is part of my theory anyway that he's he's he'll disappear he he just will disappear because yeah you kind of have to yeah well it's 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 not just the insurrection and whether it be charged and all this sort of stuff what's become clear to the Republican Party now is uh, he may guarantee big turnout of GOP vote of Republican vote but he is the biggest magnet for Democrat. In a high voter turnout you've ever seen. That is, so yeah. always his opponents will come out with bigger numbers, and that's and that's the way Donald Trump is perceived now. He's electoral poison, yeah. and and so he can't play in politics anymore. You know, <laughs> you know, you just you just can't. I mean, he may be a you know a kingmaker or some bullshit like that, but he can't be in representative politics anymore because he's been found out, and yeah. it happened in the midterms in twenty eighteen. You know, they, they, they managed to hold the Senate. They had a net two Senate seat gain. Um, but um, I lost uh, 41, uh, 41 rep seats. And um, and then, of course, in, in 20, uh, 2020, he lost the election on 3 November. And then he lost both senators in, in Georgia. And there are lots of reasons for that. And, and uh, Stacey Abrams and so forth from the Democrat Party and getting that vote out. But... Think about it. This is the Republican Party losing both senators in Georgia after losing Georgia after it being flipped blue. I mean, you know, yeah. there's 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 no future for it. So that was where we stood anyway before before January six. I said on Twitter basically, this is what's going to happen tomorrow if he if he loses in Georgia, if he loses both in Georgia, the Republicans lose both in Georgia, they're just going to hang him out to dry. You know, yeah, and and then he pulls the stunt on the sixth. It just shows you how 
I mean, look, his first instincts are fascist ones. That's a, that's the, that's the first thing it tells you. But it also tells you that his instincts are so terrible, you know, that he makes mistake after mistake after mistake. The story stories go that in the West Wing, he was staring at at screens of mayhem around the Capitol with a big grin on his face and and sort of nudging the people in the room, going, "How good's this?" Yeah, and they're all going, "We." Can't be here. You've got his. You've got his council running around, telling all the staff, saying, "Don't say anything because if you do, you might be charged with incitement." Please, and everyone's crying, and everyone. And, and Trump's just sitting there with a grin on his face, saying, "How good's this?" Yeah, so that's, he's a basic idiot. That's why the guy's a fucking moron. Yeah. So, so the question is, what happens with the Twenty Fifth Amendment? Now we know Pence is not a happy chappy with uh, with a Donald, but no. He'd probably let it go. My understanding is that the word has got to Trump and, and certainly into Trump's office uh, that you pull any more of this shit and I will back the, the invocation of the 25th Amendment, which means yeah. Trump basically is, is loses his job. And you've, you've got these people like Elaine Chow who just resigned as the transport minister, uh, the oh, minister, uh, you know, cabinet mm. minister, blah, blah, blah. But the mm. thing is, is there's a side to me which is really annoyed by that, but a side to me that understands it because, honestly, the idea of Pence or anyone else in the cabinet voting for this to happen, it's all on public record, you are going to never hear the fucking end of it for the next eight years. You will have nuts knocking on your door, harassing you, causing you grief for so yeah. long. A, a personal cost, a big well, one, because these how, people are psychotic cult members. Absolutely. How quickly did they jump off Pence, who was kind of, you know, after Trump and the Trump family, the the, the golden-haired boy of all these guys, when they dropped off him, with, you know, in, in minutes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But they were ready to, to be fair. Like, I saw all the chatter leading up to this, which basically said if oh, yeah. Pence doesn't do his job and he doesn't activate oh, yeah, and he doesn't yeah. get the thing, then fuck him. Well, Trump Fuck said- Lib Wood's calling for his execution on parlor. They deleted the post and they're yeah, not even yeah, there to. Oh, I, saw it. I, I, I reposted that one. I reposted that. Um, that. In fact, that was one from his Twitter account. Uh, I posted one from his Twitter account earlier where he had called for the execution of my pants. Yeah, that, that and it's, pants it's such a, like a normal thing now. And so you there's know? also the, the prospect of impeachment. If you ask me, we're going to sort of, they're going to run out of time and- Probably will political will from the Republicans, but it's possible, and and that yeah. would mean that um, it would go through the House. It, w- it will go through the House before the twentieth of January when Biden is uh, inaugurated, um, yeah. and uh, the Senate may get to it later, and that would mean well the Democrats already have the plus one there, but they're going to need sixty votes to get it up, and they've got fifty. Yeah. 51. So yeah. it, it could happen, and that would be all sort of after the after the event. Everyone in DC, a lot of establishment Republicans want to save their career after this. So. Yeah, everyone in DC is just hoping the next two weeks goes without you know another disgrace, another shambles. Um, because well, yeah, because the phone calls we've been made. Because the Democrats and Pelosi are saying, you know, if you if you don't if you don't inf- invoke the Twenty uh, Fifth Amendment, then uh, we're going to impeach. So. Uh, yeah, look, they're not going to leave this guy alone, and uh, he it's may six well six of one, half a dozen of the other at this point. He's well, of course, he's indicated he's not going to go to the inauguration. There's this there's, there's story out there that he's going that he's booked into playing his golf course in Scotland. Um, yeah, and uh, a number of a uh, number of the Scots uh, and Scott. You were saying Nicola Sturgeon was uh, saying that? Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Nicola Sturgeon said, "Please don't come. Uh, just stay away. <laughs> he's going to fight. Just get." 
he's going to find that, you know, uh, in, in time to come, he might have to walk naked around Antarctica because no one else will have him. And, yeah. and, 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 and this is the way it's going to go for Trump. The brand's completely the fucked. And, and you, you, it would be, I mean, I'm not saying that you, you couldn't market it, but, you know, poor old Eric's Trump wine. I, I don't, I, I just yeah. don't see great things happening there. But he's not going to save the empire. And you've got a hotel chain that basically you have a Trump golf course, you've got a mm-hmm. Trump hotel. For the next couple of years, you'll have a whole lot of fanatic people going in there, posing with the signs and saying how fucking great it is. But once the MAGA cult dies off and people find a new, you know, false idol, no one's going to go because uh. the MAGA heads aren't going to bother. And let's face it, most of them can't afford it. And then the other half of society <laughs> are just going to say, I'm not staying there. I'm not touching that place with a fucking pole. <laughs> That's right. And half so the, the money brand, comes from naming rights. It's going to be really, really interesting to see how that the brand of Trump goes going forward. Um, and, and will there be enough nutters, you know, wealthy enough to – and, and look, that's a funny thing. Trump actually, when he was watching this, you know, grinning and smiling at the chaos that he pretty much caused, he was also said to be appalled. You know, he would have seen uh, the QAnon, the QAnon, the Q shaman, uh, the Q shaman, the QAnon wizard. Basically, he would have looked at him, and he, apparently he did. He just said, "These people are appalling." You know, they're, they're, yeah, they're just, these are not my people. Look well, how badly dressed they rent. are. He was appalled at yes. how low rent they were. That's it. Why are the um, working class the ones rising yeah, up for me? Look, I wanted you, something better. Look, if you're going to turn up and and and, and uh, cause a revolution in the capital, you know, can you wear a suit, you know, a nice tie? Well, um, to be fair, some of them were wearing their best survival gear. They yeah. were, they really, you know, went to technicalgear.com yeah, oh, yeah. and, you know, yeah, oh, look, got I a saw- good shipment. I saw, but there was one. a lot of slapdash stuff. A lot of a lot of hoodies, oversized yeah. hoodies. Yeah, it's disappointing, really, wasn't it? I, I did see a few blokes that just sort of staggered off the couch. I think you might have been ripping into a few skull bongs before they hit the capital. But uh, um, might be part of their legal defence. <laughs> I'm sorry, maybe. sir. I'd done some bongs before I came, and it all seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> oh, if you'd smoked enough bongs, you would never have turned up. Yeah, look, there were quite a few. I, I reckon there've probably been about twenty-five arrests. That's just my guess on it. And, you know, we know that uh, uh, the Q Shaman's Q been, been, gone. A, he'd been arrested yep. and charged. He put on a a, a, a nice old soft sit sort of argument with the police, but he's been charged anyway. And yep, interesting to see. Uh, it, I don't know that he did. He get bail? I'm not quite sure. Um, I don't actually know. Like a lot of these, of these things. Guys, are, yeah. What, what we're seeing is the. You know the vandals being swept up now, yeah, uh, and and the really serious guys. Well, the real uh, brazen ones who like stole Pelosi's laptop, who took letters from her uh, office, the all guys that sort who of left stuff. Pipe bombs around DC, around actually, Do they know who they are? The Republican National Con- uh, Congress and uh, the Democrat National Congress, their offices. So, so they were left around there, and these people are going to be, and quite a lot more. So, we've, I reckon twenty-five arrests. We will see hundreds more, and yeah. and these will be violent arrests. These are uh, there will be blood. Yeah, blacks in the ninja outfits and uh, light machine guns, uh, basically just bursting through your window and saying, "If you move, we'll kill you." And that's that's yep. what's going to happen to quite a lot of these guys. And also, I think if if we move forward beyond the inauguration, I mean, what we can say about the extreme right is it's been uh, well uh, investigations into it um, by FBI, uh, ATF, etc. have been have been. Under resourced because Trump has always maintained that 
you know, it, it never listened to the idea that they should receive extra funding. So in a Biden um, administration, that, that will change. Yeah. You are going to hear yeah. a lot of loud bangs from yeah. the hard right in the United States for the next couple of years. That's my tip. And one of the things with that is that, like, I think we, you know, we've all been wondering what's next. Like, what's the next chapter? How's this going to go? What have we yeah. got in store for us? There's all that, like, meme thinking of, like, you know, 2021 is going to suck worse than 2020. But deplatforming works. It really oh, does. Look, we, we, we and just we're seen, seeing it on a mass yeah, scale. Yeah, we're seeing we're the seeing ball, a mass the ball scale. switched off. And, uh, and no bigger bullhorn than Donald Trump's Twitter account. Um, they gave him... Uh, they gave him a, a suspension, a twelve-hour yep. suspension. <laughs> that was on the day of the uh, of the uh, insurrection, and yep. uh, and he came out and shit posted a couple more times. And they said, "That's it, champion. See you later." Yep. I love how he had a, like about a twelve-minute attention span on that. You could wait twelve hours and you could get your <laughs> toys back, but no, you had to break into the Toys R Us and steal the Laser <laughs> Challenge set. Like, what were you thinking? But yeah, like, he's, well, he's, yeah, he's gone for the POTUS camp, so he's gone. <laughs> And and there, uh, there's a lo- very lovely meme. I don't know if you remember the uh, the instance where uh, where the kid uh, Trump paid the kid money to mow the lawns on the you know on the White House. I mean, I'm not sure if yeah. it was all of them, but it was just a kid about twelve or thirteen. And there's a f- famous photo of of Trump just sort of watching him while while his kid mowed. And uh, the meme the meme this time was. The, 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 the Donald asking the kid, he goes, "Can I can I borrow your Twitter account?" Yeah, perfect. <laughs> because yeah, I love the idea of like the POTUS account getting activated and him going, "Oh, what's a password? Ah, oh, fuck! No, it's asking for authentication." followers, but he wasn't the Who's only one. Mobile phone ends in zero eight five. Oh, look, I, I'm absolutely hating that. Uh, you know, you're seeing a lot of people, uh, shall we say, right wing commentary people saying how how concerned they are. Um, that, that Donald Trump has been, uh, you know, silenced and all this sort of stuff. Silenced, if, yes. Yeah, just, I mean, he's literally a phone call away from from a, a, a worldwide uh, media appearance. There is like but, a whole room that he has for going and addressing the press. The entire fucking room. <laughs> yes, this is right. So we are not talking about a man being silenced. We are, we are saying, uh, well, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, etc., are saying about Donald Trump. Um, Basically, you have uh, breached our uh, terms of service on, on numerous occasions and you can't be published here. I've said this before, you do not have a right to be published. No one in this world does. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and we found out a few more after the Donald. He'd be, he'd be just screaming at the walls, wouldn't he? He'd be in a bad Ooh, yeah. way. And apparently, oh, just yeah. meltdown stuff when when uh, when he realised his tr- his account had been taken away altogether, suspended indefinitely. But there he's are lost this- his little stress ball, you know. Like he can't; he's got no outlet anymore. Mm. Now he's just got to yell at poor underpaid oh, buddy staffers. Yeah, yeah, and, and and we'll get to them in a minute too. But, but <laughs> was one of them at least who looks to be in a very bad way. But oh, um, but there are others who who got the flick as well. It was uh, kind yep. of night of the. Not of the long keyboards, really. Uh, L. L. Lynn, <laughs> L. Lynn Wood got the ass from Twitter. Yep. Ron Watkins got the yeah. ass from Facebook Finally. as well. Yeah, General Mike Flynn, who really did look like he was going to go nuts, uh, and he's not that so he's got cooked. any command over military 
of a of no, US generally name out. only. It's like the but honourable Bromham Bishop, scary son of a bitch, because he's wanted to uh, Trump. He urged Trump to uh, to um, uh, implement the um, the Insurrection Act and call martial oh, yeah. law and all this kind of crazy if stuff. If there's Sydney, someone who's got the ear of the president who's cooked as fuck, it's fucking Mike Flynn. Sidney Powell, who's you know, as we said, has got the one point three billion dollar <laughs> Dominion yeah. suit. She's increasingly irrelevant, head. but it's good that she's gone because oh, no. she wasn't fucking helping anyone. She might be grinning to uh, some of her colleagues about it. Uh, I think it's a bit of a joke, but uh, yeah. that's uh, that's kind of a walk up start. Um, <clears throat> they, they would have assessed her her uh, her assets and thought, okay, I mean Sydney, uh, we don't know how how detached from reality you are, but please understand us when we say go home. Have a good look around at all your possessions, including that home, and know in your yep. heart it, that it will belong to us. They are going oh, elsewhere. Yeah. She's going to do a Karen yeah. Brewer and move so, to New Zealand or some shit. And she, of course, is one of many <coughs> who can't whinge about it on Twitter. No, anymore. you brought this They're upon gone. yourself. Lots so of cute, much. Lots of cute people, Joe. Lots of cute people. Heaps of cute people. Praying Medic is gone, which uh, he's always danced around the idea of even having a Twitter profile, mm. sort of deactivating it strategically to try and avoid these sort of culls. But- this time, not so good, and I believe that he went on uh, Twitter and Facebook, but either way, he is uh, – I almost miss him uh, because, let's face it, Praying Medic is like his bread and butter for the Q movement, and mm. without him, it's like, you know, there's a, there's a part of me that's gone. A part of me also that is uh, toxic and evil uh, and uh, runs a cult. So, actually, no, fuck you. See you later. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah, I actually think social media's got it right in that the, 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 oh, this is a very threatening period. The, the period before the inauguration of Biden is a particularly dangerous period, particularly for the United States. And You can't I, have I, people inciting think, this sort of shit. And, yeah, and I think they've got the, the more dangerous ones out, you know, uh, and, 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 and sort of deplatform and no more dangerous one than Donald Trump. And this but is look, a short list. This is a short list. Oh, There's no, there are many so more. many there are more many scalps. More. Many more. I'm not going to research them. Are, I can't be bothered. There's such a bong list. They are bleating because they understand what a blow it is. Totally. And Parler's like, there. oh, come over here. And they're like, mate, on Parler, I have 12,000. I had 1.2 million. You are small fries. But you are, unfortunately, yeah. these days, it's that thing of getting fired from a good it's job and then your CV, they, no one yeah, cares. It's not as if these people have been silenced. I mean- you know, working Powell, Flynn, now. Watkins, Wood, Donald Trump, you know, basically uh, any sing- any one of those people could ring up and give interviews to media, uh, organise press conferences, you know, where At media can notice. attend. I mean, it's, yeah, it's not, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's not being silenced. They've just been deplatformed so they can have minimal influence. And not, not instant influence. This is the thing. Like when Trump That's has right. a press it's conference. That's a very good point. That's right. Sends McEnany out. He has to get her to say things, which is, you know, another filter on him. Mm. But when he wants to go and address the media, he can. But they can also choose not to publish the insane shit and it will take a day before it hits the media. Okay, some things are live. But for the most part, they're not going to give him an unfiltered platform to say things that are incendiary. Exactly. Which will make the world, except for OANN. Exactly. And that's right. the thing. And, I would and, be and, very surprised if he didn't start rallying them up and say, "I want to do an interview." A and this big is, one. And this, and, and of course, uh, you know, some of the some of our friends in the right wing commentary immediately immediately go, and, and some of our right wing politicians in this country immediately go to the position of of, of free speech, and it is really not a free speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's uh, fucking whether bullshit. Whether it's Craig Kelly or whatever dropkick George politician. Christensen. 
um, and talk about their concerns, their furrow brows about all of this stuff. Just it's repeating all, nonsense memes they found on the internet because they're a part bullshit. of toxic swamps. No one has a right to be published in this world, and and any single one of them, I, 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 I you know, some of the some of the columnists, for example, okay, put a few put a few few of your columns together and. Go down to your local publishing house and see how you get on. I mean, <coughs> Absolutely. You, you, Would you your parents no be upset if you right said that at the dinner table? Like, Meanwhile, Joel, uh, one of the Chumpsters' most loyal people, Kylie McEnany, the little Barbie. Yeah. And when I think of Kylie, I, I think of her as uh, almost part of the Trump family. And, and then I think about the Trump family, and, and it's going to be going to be a hot old time there. I mean, Ivanka. Um, well, there she was, grifting her way on parlour there, asking for... Yeah. Yeah, look, uh, we, we want to run our own Trump channel. and Trump and it, media. Yeah, yeah well, Trump channel. She actually used the word channel. And okay. uh, and uh, if you guys just chip in 15 bucks, always, you know, if, you, if, if all of you... Just send in fifteen dollars. It'll it'll mean that we've got all the money. This is a woman who made eighty million dollars reportedly last year. Yeah, you know, by, by legitimate means or not, I can't be sure. But she made eighty million dollars, and there she is grifting her way through people who are, oh, well, most of them would be willing to pay the fifteen bucks, but but um, you know, just grifting their way from to people who can afford it a hell of a lot yep. less. That's what makes her. Yep. That is what makes it disgusting. And like these, this is their mo. Like Jared Kushner is a fucking slumlord that buys rent-controlled apartments and then turns them into you know living hell for the tenants. And then when the tenants leave, the rent control leaves with them, and he does retail rent. puts a puts a coat of paint on them and and retail rents them. That's right. Yeah. So these are the people we're dealing with. mm, Yeah. These are terrible people. and uh, of course, we'll get to Eric a little bit later. In fact, very soon. Uh, and yes. I know everyone's looking forward to that. But uh, it's going to be a very, very difficult time for Ivanka. I read one of those, you know, sort of horribly bitchy things that you that you read in Vanity Fair about how she's going to be accepted on the Upper East Side of New York, the you know the real old moneyed side yeah. of New York. And uh, look. Uh, there was a sense there for a while before uh, before the capital was stormed that that uh, she'd be sort of tolerated and uh, people would be at least vaguely pleasant towards her until she sort of got out of earshot. But now it's kind of like, don't even think about it. Don't even yep. think about it. You are toxic. You and your husband yep. are toxic. So I don't know what happens to them. I think they're going to... Uh, they're going to struggle, and I know that the one who's really going to struggle is Baron Trump, um, yeah. the uh, ghostly uh, tall member of the Trump, uh, Trump family. He may have to change his name, and, and not just his surname. He may have to change the whole lot, you know, Baron yep. Trump. He can't just be a high on Baron uh, Trump when he goes to college. Everyone's going to know, right? So yeah, he's got to change both. Stick out. In fact, yep. he might have to do the whole Breaking Bad Gonna have to change your ID, you know. In a yep, year or two, yeah, year or two, he'll be he'll be running a Cinnabon, you know. That, yep. that, that's that's my tip uh, for for poor old Baron, who's really as he should very much wrong, except yep. probably just live off someone else's money a fair bit, just sort of exist. And really, Donny, yeah. oh god, Donny, Donny, he's a very strange man. The more I look at him, he was yes. he was basically sent on his holidays. I mean, tr- Trying to get the boy away from my side, so he'd go and uh, he'd go to Ivana's relatives in the you know in Czechoslovakia, and the yep. only thing they sort of knew what to do with him was basically, well, I'll take you out hunting. 
And so he, <laughs> lo- he loves hunting. That's and he's been why. sort of raised probably the only good memories he has in life. I mean, it was either that or we'd been with his dad. Yep. And so he calls himself an outdoorsman. And, mm. um, and, and, and the, and the really weird thing is he hates anybody who isn't, you know, who isn't a hunter. And all. So it's just very, very yep. strange human being. That's weird. And look, there's no one stranger out of that whole fucking Adam's family disgrace uh, <clears throat> than Kimberly Guilfoyle, uh, Donnie's yep. current squeeze. I mean, I looked up Skank and uh, the Oxford English Dictionary and they had a photo of it there. Oh, it's always good. They're still doing that. It sounds like something from The Simpsons. Yeah, now, yeah, the, yeah. the thing with the, the Trump family, and this is one of the things that I find interesting, is that Trump being God Emperor is one thing, but we have seen over the last few days how easily these guys throw their own under the bus. Oh, Trump, Trump called you know, basically. Bullshit artists, traitors, nonsense. It's just yep. terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, There's no they're... fucking loyalty in these ranks. None. None whatsoever. None. And... Amazing. And... Like, yeah, it's I mean... bizarre. Like Eric, Eric hasn't tweeted. Uh, Donnie hasn't tweeted, and while uh, while Ivanka's been active on Parlour, uh, no tweets from her either. So you there's want a to little, be pretty quiet, right? They now. are going really quiet. And please, uh, after the after January twenty, if they hear a knock on the door, they're going to jump in their seats. Put it that way. Absolutely, it'll be the pizza, but they'll yeah, be it could terrified. be the pizza guy, but um, um, but pizza uh, guy's yeah, probably got a sub machine gun. They're going to be a bit toey when that happens. And look, it's one of those things. I'm, I'm really curious to see how this plays out because like this really surprised me. The idea that the people who stormed the Capitol when huh. everything was on the nose and people didn't like the optics of having all these nutcases storming the Capitol and basically subverting democracy, they started saying it was all Antifa, Black Lives Matter yeah. protesters were infiltrating the ranks. What yeah. a complete bunch of it shit. It happened I mean, really quickly, Sue, and there were a number of congressmen, a number of Republican Trumpers. Actual congressmen. Uh, who who actual got up and, and, and spoke in the officials. House saying that it was actually Antifa, tweeted up that it was Antifa. Absolutely. No proof whatsoever. In well, fact- they used that picture from the affiliate Antifa site with those two guys. Yeah. When you look at the website, which like it even tells you the website to go to to fact check it. These are Nazis. <laughs> these They're are Nazis. And, Nazis. and it's a website saying, by the way, these guys are Nazis, probably shouldn't be mates with them. And they yeah. said there was like a hammer and sickle on the guy's hand. It was a fucking, and this is typical like Nazi nerd shit, it was right. a fucking thing from a video game named Dishonored called The Outsider's Mark. <laughs> because conservatives do not know what a hammer and sickle even looks That's like right. these people are yeah. fucking cranks. Unbelievable, saw that too. So <clears throat> the uh, and of course uh, when they saw the uh, the horned uh, Q- uh, QAnon shaman, um, they decided he he was Antifa. Look at look at the style of this bloke, and I'm sure the Trumps might have taken a look at it and go, please, please be Antifa. But he actually. He said, "No, don't you oh, dare he's... call! Don't you dare call me Antifa!" Well, he was actually. The thing is, is that he was actually really sad. What he said to Lynn Wood, who was calling him out, and he loves Lynn Wood. Right. He literally said, Mr. Wood, I am not Antifa or BLM. I am a QAnon and digital soldier. My name is Jake, and I marched with the police and fought against BLM and Antifa in Phoenix. Look up OAN's coverage of July 4th's rally in Phoenix capital. I was staging against the BLM mob outnumbered but unfazed. Look it up, Mr. Wood. I mean, it's the saddest fucking tweet. (laughs) The QAnon shaman had been turning up at Trump rallies throughout uh, Arizona as well. So there was just this vast amount of footage. So the whole Antifa story, it was still being put about, by the way, 
uh, a couple oh, of days afterwards, yeah, it sort of still is, but it's just not credible. But uh, it's yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Fox News ran with it, or you know, certain certain programs on Fox News uh, went went with it, and, and it was just you know, it was just unbelievably stupid. It's just bullshit. You should look yeah. up his car. Like, obviously, it's a podcast, so we can't show you. But uh, the Q Sharman's car, Travis View posted it on Twitter. Um, it's really funny. It's like this old Hyundai and it's got all this shit about like saving the children and all this sort of stuff on the wall, like all in like white out. It's fucking embarrassing. Uh. But one of the things was interesting is the crowd were apparently chanting ACAF, which is all cops are friends. Which is like a, yeah. It's a twist on the whole ACAB, ACAB, which is all cops are bastards, which is the kind of shit that BLM guys and the extreme left tend to pull out. And they fucking do. They love that term. But this is actually like, this is another thing the Simpsons totally saw coming. So, if you remember back when Montgomery Burns was being booed and he was reassured by Smithers that yes. it wasn't booing, they were in fact Mr. saying booans. Oh, it's not. It's not a cab. It's a calf. It's a. I mean, come on. You can't write this shit. But yeah, the Simpsons just seem to pick this stuff. <laughs> just see well, it yeah. Look, it's incredible. Actually, the uh, the prophecy of the Simpsons. It's just extraordinary. We had some Isn't memes. Just... We had some fantastic memes, Joel. We, we did. We had some. We actually had. Yeah, incorrect Simpsons meme, which was uh, interesting. So the Simpsons pick it so well that even people are starting to put fucking like uh, the yeah. Q Shaman in Simpsons form into a meme. And it's like, Don't no, 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 that. that didn't happen. Don't Draw the do line. That. Do no, not no. ruin the credibility of the Simpsons. That's, that's, uh, the memes do not work that way. But uh, look, my favourite of the whole week was uh, Elizabeth from Knoxville who got, oh, got to the Congress so building, good. you know, sort of broken glass under her feet. And got as far as that until someone just came and uh, maced her down. Yeah, to her great was, surprise. There she was being supported by her boyfriend, and and uh, then someone, God love him, has uh, has put her in an animaniac, animaniac sketch. Joel, it's just well, very very funny. I listened to it about forty times. It just kept me going. For your pleasure, we will put that in here. Uh, excellent. We're And you can see why we've listened to that basically on repeat, like crackheads pressing a crack button. Give me crack. Give me crack. Keep on going. (laughs) There's more variants and things like that. You can find them on YouTube and various social media sites. But like, fuck me, it's the original and best for me. It's just so good, you know. They, they pushed me out and maced me. Oh, they did too. It was meant <laughs> to be a revolution. <laughs> and, and then she, there she goes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's very, bit, very really. funny. There's some tremendous work. Uh, what I would uh, recommend our listeners is they follow Donald J. Drumpf, who's mm. a, a, a Trump. He's got a mustache. So it's it's a, pretending, mm, mm. a man pretending to be uh, Donald Trump. But, but He's very uh, sneaky. Under, under a sort of clandestine circumstance, got some fantastic links to to, to his side too. So Donald J. Trump, listeners, go and check that out. Very, very funny. Um, uh, and we're, Joel, oh, coming back home, looking back inward as Australians all must. As whether we do. It's, whether, it's, uh, whether it's at ourselves in the mirror or, you know, just bending over and having a good look at our own asses to see what's going on there. <laughs> Where is always the, check the plumbing. Where, check, where's, check the plumbing. His, where's the Australian Prime Minister and all this? You know, where's uh, he fucking been for years? Let's oh, face look, it. He's yeah. just, look, he's having, look, to be honest, he, he, he can't be can't be contacted a lot during his holidays. He has been out and about, but he has he has knocked over. He hasn't gone anywhere near Craig Kelly and George Christensen, who have who are basically 
red hat wearers. They are mega boys. I mean, Craig Kelly, yeah, they are. Jesus Christ, where he, he was he was urging one particular drug treatment today as well, and and, and he got notified by Facebook uh, that this was uh, a dodgy post and please be careful. And he actually thought, this is someone impinging on my free speech. It, it was Facebook saying, you're, you're sailing close to the breeze here, champion, yeah. and, and be careful and be careful. And he goes, oh, look, you know, no, no one stopped, no one, no one cut the post. The post is still there. So, you know, this nonsense that he was being impinged upon by big tech and all this sort of stuff. Uh, and all I this mean, stuff fucking works. I mean, his vote went up last election, for Christ's sake. He's a member from Manila, known for basically being well, a sex pest in the yeah. Philippines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he just fucking goes nowhere. Craig Kelly might get done on that pre-selection thing, which you talked in the last episode. But honestly, like, oh. these guys are like fucking Teflon. They say this dumb shit and they have these rubes go, oh, I'll have a slice of that. Like, Christensen, and, Christensen is as safe as you get in the LMP. I mean, they threw Disgusting. a lot of money at that seat. They threw a lot of money at that seat in the 2019 yeah. uh, election. Well, maybe that explains why that fucking grub got so many goddamn votes last election. Uh, yeah, well, look, look, there was a lot of the uh, sports and it's regional funding going up, uh, going to yes. the election. Thanks, Bridge. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and a bit of a swing towards him as a result. But, yeah, look, uh, it does beg the question, you know, I mean, Scano, you've seen all of this. You've seen all this happening in the United States. Are you going to allow these sorts of, well, QAnon enablers, I mean, anti-vax yeah. characters, are we going to go with this pro-Trump electoral fraud nonsense? And what's you know, their influence? What's I their mean, influence uh, over the cabinet? Uh, Craig Kelly and Greg George Christensen are entitled to say whatever they want to say. Morrison's right about that. But they're also representing the Liberal Party in the federal parliament, and that needs yep. to be – that. I mean – I'm sure Scamo just looks at this and goes, well, if I, even if I say anything, they're not going to do anything about it. So, yeah, well, you know what? If they want to talk freely amongst themselves, run as an independent. Yeah, that's Be fine. my fucking guest. Exercise mm. democracy. No, look, you get no argument. Neither of them get much exercise, to be fair, but now's their time to start. Oh, okay. Yeah, basically, it, it, just some of the stuff that's appearing on Craig Kelly's Facebook is nutty. I mean, yep. you know, dangerously Dangerously nutty in that he advoca- he's advocating pharmaceuticals for the treatment of COVID, yeah. one over another. One don't do that, Craig. Just don't mate, do it. We've we've laughed at you before. You know you're, you're at your best when you're selling a fucking Chippendale. Yeah, um, that's 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 about that's about your limit, pal. You, you- I will have a strong drink when he resigns from Parliament, whether it be. By you know choice or by force. Well, on the basis of that alone, it, it, it's dangerous. Just you know, someone without due qualifications and experience in the business of handing out medications or recommending me- uh, uh, medications to some people, it might be completely dangerous. You know, and you've got to think this fuckwit's holding back and testing the waters to see what he can get away with, and apparently quite to be, a lot. There's, there seems to be that every day. You know, that, Daddy's going is not coming day. after him. The, 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 oh God! Gee, I, I thought that was I thought that post was outrageous, but I got away with it. Um, yeah, I'll, let's I'll do the next again. one. I'll go again tomorrow. Yeah, so I mean, that's like, where look, we were. Yeah. It's bloody ridiculous, but uh, I think that this. Uh, I think if we were to have the Capitol Hill uh, come to Australia under the guise of a cult led by. Uh, you know, Craig Kelly and George Christensen, it would take a very different form and it would make a very good TV show. Uh, well, we did have uh, the trade union movement uh, dirty up at the Parliament House, uh, good, 1998, I'm going to say, and um, 
And I remember the secretary of the ACTU there, Jenny George, who went on to become a Labor politician, just bursting into tears. I mean, it was just, you know, it, it's a terrible look. Uh, attacking yeah. attacking your own parliaments. Yeah. It, it means something's gone very seriously wrong in it's this society. Yeah, that was a sort yeah. of one-off in Australia. But this, but we, we could all fucked. see it coming. We could, that was yeah. the thing, you and I, and not just you and I, because we sort of follow these things pretty well, watching fucking parlour, yeah. Uh, you could see this thing was going to happen and it was going to blow up. I mean, uh, what I what I said on the evening or tu- our Tuesday night, the, the evening before, was that you know now that Trump had lost uh, Georgia, that you know he was he was do- dead. It was doomed, and the following day would just be a piece of cheap theatre. Well, yeah. you know, I understated that because it was extremely dangerous. And I genuinely didn't think this was coming. Five people were killed. I thought basically it was going to be July 6, July 6, July 6, and because of the cold, because of the inevitable fear of most of these idiots realizing COVID actually exists, mm. and the fact that it's not as fun because you can't carry guns, I thought a lot of people were going to stay at home, but fuck me, they mobilized. They really bought the fucking pill, and they went for it. It's I mean, I'm almost impressed. There's going to be some uh, some uh, reaction from law enforcement, but it's, this is a long way from over, and uh, one suspects well, it's we'll not going not going to get better uh, until at least inauguration day, on the twentieth. Yeah, well, I'm not in the business of predictions. I find I usually get them wrong, so I'm just going to sit around and watch. And as Pete Evans would say, I'm going to have a bunch of popcorn. <laughs> Well, that's enough of that. There's only so long we can dwell on the bad news of the end of American empire as we know it, and we need to look to our favourite son, like one of them. Oh, he's in the running at least. It's (laughs) Eric Trump! He's like... A bastard on Father's Day. I want to start out the segment this week with an apology. Eric, if you're out there listening, I am sorry I forgot your birthday, but I'm sure you'll agree I wasn't the only one. And you can't uh, you can't talk to her because you forgot Eric's birthday too. Yeah, sorry, Eric. Sorry, everyone. Listeners, we all just forgot about Eric's birthday, and I'm sorry about that. But at least I didn't incite an insurrection just so I didn't have to acknowledge it. Eric Trump is a good-looking boy. Uh, he turned 37 on, on Tuesday. He doesn't look a, a day over 54, but well, the last time I saw him. But Eric... On his birthday, had his dad stand up in front of a bloody lot of people telling them all that he loved every single one of them while he didn't give Eric much more than an awkward pat in the head for his birthday. Mm -hmm. And, Eric, if you're listening, I wasn't the one who pretended he could only speak German when you turned 30. You remember that? Remember? Ich es einen Eimer KFC beschaffen. If my high school German is is any good, it means... I'm busy eating, fuck off, give the boy a two-week pass to Disney World, anything, just get him the fuck away from me. (laughs) Now, the Donald always signs uh, a birthday card uh, for Eric, which Eric knows uh, he can sell on eBay for a couple of hundred, even now, although he'd better get cracking if he wants uh, absolute top dollar. Uh, Jesus, Eric, we don't want to even try and lift the scab off your 21st birthday. Still get the shutters. It's all very sad, sad for Eric. And the even sadder thing is it's going to get much, much sadder for Eric, who was a good-looking boy and loves his dad. Love you, Dad! dad. (laughs) Very disturbing news about Eric, Joe. Quite unsettling, really. 
I just hope he's going to be okay. Mm. Uh, now, John, surely, I ask you, in this tumultuous week in DC, surely someone like Pete Evans sat back and took a few days off. There was mm. so much happening that he had to ponder it, digest it, distill it, a time for some quiet reflection from Pete Evans, who surely, surely had a quiet week this week. <laughs> No, 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 Jack. No, it's been a huge week for Pete Evans. Another one. It's it's like you've never even heard of the guy. He's been waiting for January 6th for ages <laughs> as he firmly believed that Pence was going to activate and put his boy Trump back in the wing and then arrest everyone he disagrees with. Now, this, of course, did not happen. It did not happen in a big and dramatic kind of not happeny way. What did happen is that a bunch of lunatics stormed Capitol Hill, yeah, took a bunch that. of selfies, yes. went on the lam while the adults did the completely normal duty of certifying the election in another room. Now, Pete hasn't given up hope quite yet. And while it's uncertain as to whether he's had a bit of a bet on the result, we can be certain that his delusions are going to take a lot more than a joint sitting to snap him out of it. Mm. While Trump has released what is generally considered to be a concession speech, old Pete thinks he's faking it. Everything he doesn't like is a big, deep fake. Oh, yeah, it's a crisis actor. Oh, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> they, he's still on Instagram, sadly, yes, so we all need to hear his <clears throat> bullshit still. Look, I will still go deep on Pete, but I am keen for him to get deplatformed because it's good for the fucking world. But, they are dragging their heels with this yes. banhammer, which is yeah. bizarre considering how de- decisive Twitter and Facebook have been recently, mm. absolutely clearing house over the past week. Some yes. really like random accounts. Travis View's alt account got taken down. I mean, come on. Yeah, so, Pete, come on. Obviously, Pete had a word about the insurrection and his comments were just a giant word salad of woo bullshit. Like, <laughs> you know, the usual crap about love and peace and then like, you know, like mild hints towards warfare. You know, oh, peace, love and warfare, bro. Just popcorn. Fucking asshole. But, his telegram tells a really true story. It's so much more pilled because he's got these usual shit memes, but he's also pushing the idea, very, very cupilled, that the storm is coming and the arrests are going to happen. Mm. We're not done yet. This fuckhead must go through so much of that popcorn he keeps talking about because it's all this shit about this biblical event where Trump is president, everyone he doesn't like is arrested, and it is nothing new. But what I love about this is that Pete cannot accept reality and he's still convinced Trump will win. Mm. Now, it's not crazy to think that maybe he's gone quiet because at this point, saying the same shit is fucking embarrassing. So we're in for one of the best falls from grace soon when he has to just accept that it's all complete bullshit. But let's face it, this is not our Pete. Our Pete will make up some shit story about how it all went to plan, but it didn't, it hasn't, and it won't. So Pete... Just a quiet word. You're a fuck up and a loser. Your predictions are shit. Stop pretending you know what's going on because you fucking don't. Just go back to salmon salad because it 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 is at least a little bit more predictable. Yes, I have to wonder whether Pete has had a bit of a lash and might uh, be quietly and anonymously sort of posting on the uh, Betfair uh, fraud, uh, Betfair Trump punters fraud exposed account. I'd like to think he was. 
uh, and he's still in. He's still in there with a chance of maybe picking up, <laughs> picking up a lazy ninety grand. Yeah, well, he might fucking need it. Now you have been listening to the conditional release program with your host Jack the Insider on Joel Hill. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button, and if you've enjoyed our bullshit, throw us a five star review on your podcast app. Jack can be found on Twitter on at Jack the Insider and Joel on at Crunchy Moses with a K. We've set up a Facebook page, which you can find fairly easily. And finally, all feedback, tips, and death threats should be sent to the conditional release program at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Even if it's simply to tell us that Dominion Voting Systems plans to take us to court for $1.3 billion. It's about time, quite frankly. All the kid, all the cool kids are getting flashy subpoenas. We want a piece of it. Send us a letter. Thanks, listeners. Catch you next week. Thanks, guys. And thanks to friend of the podcast, Phil Whitehead, for some of those spicy Eric memes. Keep them coming, mate. You're a good lad. Cheers, Excellent guys. Work, See you later. Phil. See ya. See ya.